Hey guys, thanks for stopping by this episode. Today, we're going to be talking about how to start and commit to a journaling practice. If you've been following me in the Sobody chat for a while, you know that journaling is a huge part of the work that I do with my meditation offerings and my group workshops, but also personally. Journaling is something that I have done since I was about like eight or nine, I remember starting my first journal. Um, absolutely love journaling always have I think I have an episode where I went into detail about my journaling practice yeah I think I have uh I know I have multiple episodes where I talk about journaling in depth so you can check those out uh on my YouTube channel or on my podcast but I wanted to just share how you can create a practice I know I've talked about prayer journaling before I've talked about a lot of different things around journaling but I don't know if we've ever touched on this topic so I'm going to share five things that you can do to start and commit to your own personal journaling practice number one is to set an intention when you start your practice so when you decide okay I'm going to start this journaling practice what is your intention? What is your what's the purpose of doing it? And how do you want to transform by committing to this practice? Maybe your intention is to build consistency, you know? Maybe it's just a matter of I'm not consistent with anything or I struggle with consistency and I want to practice being consistent for the next 30 days, right? That's a place to start. Another place to start, for example, could be you want to deepen your relationship with God. Or with yourself, you know, maybe you want to become more vulnerable with yourself, get a deeper understanding of your emotions, or maybe you want to start your healing journey. Whatever it is, I think it's just very important to have a clear intention of what your purpose is, because that's going to help you when it comes to sticking to it, which is the second tip that we're going to go into, which is set a time and commit to it. Like any other practice, or any other um, new venture or idea that you are following through on, you have to set a time and commit to it. Let's use fitness, for example. If you decide that you want to start a fitness journey, you usually will set a time to meal prep. You'll set a time to exercise. You'll set a time to stretch, maybe. Um, You'll set a time to track what you're eating if that's something you're into, but you have to create some type of structure for yourself if you want to commit to it. So consider, you know, I want to start this practice. When will I actually be able to journal? Is it something you want to do first thing in the morning as a part of your morning routine? Or maybe it's something that you want to do in the evening. I think this really depends on what your intention is. Um, that can help you kind of form when and how often you want to practice this journaling exercise. The third tip that I'll share is using prompts or oh wow 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 what was that? <laughs> okay, let's try that again. The third thing that I want to share is using prompts or scriptures. There we go. If you don't know where to start. So a few examples that I have created, different resources that I have, um, is the 30-Day Faith Challenge, which is available in the Sobity Chat Facebook community. Um, That community is just for women, but if you are a guy listening and you're like, I want to get in on this Faith Challenge too, you definitely can. I have posted the actual scriptures on my Instagram. You can check out the Faith Highlights on my Instagram Or you can check out my Pinterest. I also have it listed there. So I will just link that below. I'll link the actual um, pin 
to the challenge where you can see all the scriptures. So if you're a person that doesn't have Facebook or if you're a guy and you're like, well, this community is for women, you can still participate. Um, I'll share the scriptures in the description below um, via Pinterest. And you can also check out my Instagram highlights to find those scriptures as well. But that's a great way to kind of kick off your journaling exercise. The 30-day faith challenge was basically using the SOAP Bible study method to unpack different scriptures, to go deep into it, kind of going, um, kind of doing your own Bible study, essentially, but it just gives you a guideline to follow. So that's a great place to start if, you know, your goal is to build your relationship with God. Let's say your goal is to build your relationship with yourself. I have self-love worksheets available on my website that focus on different topics. Um, A lot of them are related to love and relationships because when I created them, that's the space that I was in. So there's a self-love worksheet that is created for um, before you start dating. There's one that's for cultivating feminine energy. There's one for embracing being single. And there's another one for developing healthy relationship goals. So those worksheets include journaling prompts and affirmations to really guide you. So if you're like, I really don't know where to start on this whole journaling practice, but I know that I want to get started. And if those topics resonate with you, that may be a good place to start as well. So the links for that is also in my description. But of course, you can find all this information on my website, sobdchat.com. Another thing that I will share that is not a resource that I've created, but it's something that I do on a daily basis. And it's a really simple question that I ask myself every single day when I'm starting my journaling and I don't have, let's say I have a day where, you know, I don't have anything top of mind that I want to talk about, right? I just know that I, I'm doing this practice. I want to commit to it. So I'll start with the question, how am I feeling today? And it sounds really simple, but that one question usually spirals into other deeper things that may be buried underneath the surface that I'm not tapping into. So let's say, for example, I start with, I'm feeling a little tired today. You know, I didn't really sleep the best. I had a stomach a stomach ache and... Um, I just feel really tense and anxious. And then from there, you can start to explore, well, why do you feel that way, right? So first you start with how do you feel, then you dig into why do you feel this way? Um, I didn't sleep because X, Y, Z. I feel anxious because of this, this, this. And then you start to slowly unravel what um, is bothering you and what's on your mind. I like to think of it as those journaling prompts. Like imagine a ball of yarn, right? That's just like all tangled and matted and mixed with all these different colors and different textures um, of fabric and string and yarn. And, you know, you start by just grabbing when you want to untangle it, you start by just grabbing one piece, right? And you just try and like work that one piece out. That's essentially. Before we get any further into this episode, I want to share with you a resource that I've been using called Faithful Counseling. Faithful Counseling is a solution for people seeking traditional mental health counseling who would prefer hearing from the perspective of a Christian. If you are seeking a mental health professional who is a practicing Christian, Faithful Counseling may be a great option for you. I'm going to share a few details about this app in case you're interested in checking it out. One of the best things is that you can start communicating in under 24 hours. This is not a crisis line and is not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online with real therapists. 
One of the best things also is that there is a broad range of expertise and faithful counseling's counselors network, which may not be locally available in some areas. However, the service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account at any time and send a message to your counselor. And you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room, as with traditional therapy. Faithful Counseling is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change your counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available for those who need assistance. Faithful Counseling wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read some of their testimonials that are posted daily, or you can listen to my personal review that I shared a few years ago, I think, maybe like a year or so ago, um, before this collaboration came about, and you can learn about my personal experience. If you're interested in signing up and joining over half a million people who are taking charge of their mental health with the help of a professional, uh, use my link, getfaithful.com slash soulbeauty. Again, if you're interested in taking charge of your mental health, use my link, getfaithful.com slash soulbeauty. By using my link, you will get 10% off your first month of sessions. And again, that's getfaithful.com slash soul beauty. Back to the episode. What you're doing with these journaling prompts. That first question is that one piece of yarn that you're starting with. So asking yourself how you're feeling and then digging into that. So slowly pulling that piece of yarn out, slowly untangling it and unlooping it and unraveling it. Then once you get that piece untangled, you can start with another piece, which is, well, why do I feel that way? So that's just a, if you're a visual person, that's a way that I um, would present to you to think about uh, journaling prompts as a way to just unravel what could be, you know, buried deep inside your mind that you can't tap into on a surface level. Okay, the fourth tip that I would share is to get a journal that excites you. So this is the fun part, right? This is where you get to, you know, I was about to say go to Marshall's because you guys know I love a good Marshall's run. However, Marshall's is not open yet. So um, you get to go to maybe Amazon.com or whatever your favorite uh, stationary site is. And um, also, I don't know of any great online stationary sites. I'm lying. I do. There's a black owned one called Ayaya, Aya Paper, A-Y-A Paper.com, black owned. Um, someone I used to work with named Savan started this company. She's a black woman. So that's a great place you can go. There's also another one called Aries Paper, Aries Moon Paper. I might be saying that wrong. So I'm going to link it below. But I was about to lie and say I don't know of any. I know of two black owned um, stationary companies. So I will link those. I've, I've never purchased from them, but I have, um, journals and a bag and a bunch of stuff from the first company that I mentioned. The other one, she's a huge supporter of podcasts and of my content on Instagram. So shout out to you if you're listening. Um, but make sure you guys check them out and support their businesses. If you're looking for a new journal, 
Um, but yeah, get a journal that excites you. Get something that's pretty. Get something that you want to pick up every day. You know, get like some cute colored pens. Do whatever to really, you know, feel excited about your journaling practice. Um, I love journals. I had so many. I shared my horror story once of what happened to my journals, but we're not going to we're not going to talk about that. But um, I still have quite a few and um, I love them. I love my journals. I love just the way they look, the papers, the textures, how some of them have like gold edges. And, you know, I love a good gold accent. So, yeah, I would just say get a journal that really speaks to you and your aesthetic and just makes you happy. You know, something that you just feel like, yes, this makes me happy. I'm going to sit down with my cup of tea or my cup of matcha. And we're going to unpack these emotions. You know, it kind of makes a process that can be very intimidating, a little more fun. You know, when you go into it with something that feels enjoyable and exciting. So that's a tip that I wanted to share. The fifth tip that I want to share is to practice vulnerability in real life and use this as a way to build intimacy with yourself. Journaling is a very intimate practice. My intention with my journaling practice is to really get comfortable with being more vulnerable with myself, with God, and with others. And journaling helps me do that because vulnerability really comes from a place of understanding how you feel. You know, it's it's not as easy to be vulnerable when you are struggling to express what it is that you're feeling. But if you have a deeper understanding of what you're feeling, if you've taken time to acknowledge and um unpack those emotions, it's a lot easier to then open up when someone is trying to support you or if you're, you know, seeking support from a friend or a family member or a therapist. But if you don't have that level of emotional vulnerability with yourself, it's really difficult to open up to other people. And then taking it a step further with relationships, you know, it's it's that's a huge part, especially for me, I would say, of what makes a relationship so special is having that vulnerability with your partner. So for me, I, I noticed that when I'm consistent in my journaling practice and I'm consistently showing up for myself in that way, it's so much easier for me to connect with people, whether it's romantically or friendships or like I said, my therapist. It's just easier for me to express myself, to connect with people, and also to just have compassion for myself and for others and what their experience is because I'm practicing having compassion for myself every single day. You know, when I go into my practice, if certain things come up that I feel ashamed of or things come up that I don't understand or I'm struggling to um, really process, I have the opportunity to judge myself or to show compassion. And I don't always show compassion, but it is my intention and my goal to get to a point where I can always show compassion for myself first rather than judging myself. And that practice of daily compassion, self-compassion for yourself can then extend onto other people. So when you have a situation, maybe you're driving and someone cuts you off or maybe you're in the grocery store and someone, you know, cuts in line or whatever situations, no matter how big or small that we face in day-to-day life, having that practice of self-compassion with ourselves on a regular basis kind of reminds us in those moments when we're triggered or when things happen to just breathe and to just take a moment and just say, well, let me just consider for a second why this person could have done what they did. Not necessarily making excuses, but just giving yourself the opportunity to choose to look at the situation from a different perspective and to choose to extend compassion rather than judging and criticizing. 
and possibly escalating the situation. So those are the tips that I wanted to share about how to start and commit to a journaling practice. I really hope that it helps you on your journey of self-love, self-care, mental health, and just personal growth and healing. And if it did, make sure you leave a review on iTunes so that this show can be spread with more and more people who need it. And also share with a friend if you know someone that's starting their journaling practice Just extend this to them as a gift, as my offering, my gift to you, your gift to them as a way to um, build with themselves first and foremost so that we can start to build with others. So I pray that this was helpful. I hope you're doing well, sending you nothing but love and joy and peace and abundance your way. And I'm looking forward to talking to you in the next episode.